0: Last week I did a horrible thing. I forgot to read my wife's response to the mailbag. I am now making a public apology to her that she can hopefully forgive me for my egregious error. But as always, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's the one. The only. The Puckle podcast. <laughs>
1: Go! It's Paco Paco Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah Paco Grab your friends, it's that time again. again Listen to the show with the phone never It's Paco Paco oh Again. Yeah. Paco
2: And your co and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and welcome to the 295th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my esoteric co-host.
2: Professor Sneg and Sublime Manic.
0: I'm used to
1: going first. I'm mean, I'm usually at the bottom of the totem pole.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rose. So, uh, oh, it's it's working. It's alive. Yay! Okay. So, <laughs> uh, welcome everybody to uh, the 295th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Like I just said, um, we are the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a podcast where you can come and listen to everything Pokemon. We talk everything TCG, video game, competitive scene. Um did we talk we i i talk a lot about the anime specifically in this segment and uh just because i think this on the Sun and moon anime is uh fantastic and um yeah uh this that's the show uh welcome welcome if you're new welcome back if you're old uh thanks for listening to the show once again and so let's dig into it though guys uh what have you been up to in pokemon lately we'll start with snag
1: um, so mentioning the Sun and Moon anime, I actually, uh, watched that on, on Pokemon TV. I Did you? It Good. To, yeah, yeah. I streamed it through my Apple TV, let my kids watch it. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch a lot of it, actually. I, I was napping most of the time, but from what <laughs> I saw, it, it was interesting. It was, an, like, I liked I, it. it.
0: If you like, um, if you like actual anime, um, I think it's, uh, I think it's a better rendition of actual anime than it used to be. I would like agree po- yeah. Because... Pokemon definitely, like there was a shift and it was literally generation three when it made this shift to the anime that it turned into, it turned it into a Saturday morning cartoon and it was, uh, it was pretty much, it is very bland and blah. And then you get like 50 episodes between, uh, <laughs> you'll get 50 episodes between, um, gym leaders or something like that. Like you did in uh diamond and pearl, but now I don't know. It's, it's very anime esque There's a lot of just like side adventures, which I think are really interesting. They're actually like compelling stories that haven't been told in Pokemon before, Nobody's trying to evolve Pikachu or anything, so... Uh, not yet, at least. <laughs> but now yet.
1: it can evolve into a Alolan I right? uh,
0: No, it's still a Kanto Pikachu, <laughs> though. So, nobody knows.
1: Um, but, uh, so, yeah, let the kids watch that. Uh, if you're looking for that, again, that's the Pokemon TV app. They got, like, the first 10 episodes on there.
0: So. Yeah, it's like the first, like, 9 or 10 episodes or something like that right now. Um, if, you, if you want to watch, I think there's up to... They're up to, like, 20-some episodes now in the U.S., Oh, wow. Um, If you want to catch up on that, um, they are on YouTube. Uh, They are not like Pokemon didn't put them up on YouTube, but they're on YouTube. So (laughs) you can definitely catch them pretty easily because um, it's been they're so recent that they've just been uh, that they've just been put up there. Like uh, back on the 4th of July weekend, they actually showed like six new episodes, like six brand new episodes. Um, which was really interesting because there's a couple of episode arc about, um, this Litten that lives on Mele Melee, which is really interesting and gets like really depressingly sad. That's what I uh, heard. Yeah, it's like, it's always sad. This one's like, <laughs> like so like, it's not, because, it's not because voice. at least, it, at least it wasn't like he was abused sad. Like, you know, with Charmander or Chimchar, where yeah. it was just Tepig. like, it was just like, yeah, and Tepig. Yeah. Right. It's, like all of a
2: pattern here.
0: Yeah, they were all abused. Like, Lytton's not abused. Like, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but it hangs out with this, like, old Stoutland, and it's uh, it's a really, like, it, it's it's an endearing story. It just gets, no, dude, like, t- really sad.
1: To be, to be fair, going back to Chimchar, he wasn't really abused. He was just trained. I mean, uh, I just think uh, the way Paul treated his Pokemon in the anime is the way most people treat their Pokemon in the games, but anyway. <laughs> you are 100%
0: <laughs> right. No, like, literally, literally, there's, like, a part in, uh, there's a part at the beginning of, uh, Diamond and Pearl when, like, Ash meets Paul for the first time, and he catches, like, three Starly, right? And he sits and there and he looks. Them well, he starts at releasing them. Ca- well, he's not looking at their natures, he's looking at their movesets, right? Now tell me how stands, many times. Yeah, tell me how many people have done that in, uh, in Pokemon Go, like, right now. Just, like, <laughs> caught, like, three Pokemon and were just like, okay, I'm getting rid of this one and this one. Uh, <laughs> like, no joke the the pokemon anime i've always just found it hilarious that they've just like they value such different things than what they say in the games uh, like they uh, what was it like they got really mad at the one guy in pokemon the movie 2000 for trying to catch the legendary birds and it's just like what did you not watch the did you not play the video game like yeah you catch the legendary birds like i'll say that
1: that like i am that guy i go and i catch the legendaries so. yeah um, but exactly. anyway, uh, outside of that, uh, a couple other things. Um, uh, I did finish up the uh, Puckle Beta Draft League. Uh, I battled moose, and mm-hmm. I think that are we gonna uh, show the results uh,
0: through Twitch sometime? We'll see. Week? We'll see. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we got a lot going on this week, so uh, just just a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been doing and... a lot so far, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um,
1: outside of that, um, let's see uh pokemon go i uh met up with some i randomly found a tyranitar raid and i was able to Ooh. catch it uh it was just That's good uh yeah i came across them there are a bunch of people already there and they said they were waiting for someone else so i came in just in time and was able to get get a tyranitar and oh yeah soft writing for soft resetting for Tapu of Coco.
0: whoa <laughs> so many soft resets uh, <laughs> uh are you trying to get so. hidden power ice uh Boy. fire Fire, okay. Yeah, okay. Impower I Fire Coco? Yeah. Is anybody using that?
2: A lot of what? people in the Discord are talking about how they want HP Fire, and I'm like,
0: okay. why? What is it hitting? <laughs> what is it hitting that you're, like, not usually hitting? Like, I could see, I like, the situation I see for it is literally an OU if you're, like, if you want to, like, 1v1 a, uh, a, a Ferrothorn, but I think... Scissor. I, yeah, Ferrothorn or a Scissor, but honestly, if you're, well, first of all, if you're playing a Scissor, you just click Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt will still do the job. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Thunderbolt will still do the job, but like, uh, like, I can only see Ferrothorn, and honestly, the utility that Ice gives you is way better, because it, uh, you outspeed Lando T, um, and Choice Scarf isn't like a popular variant anymore, so that's gonna, you, you will one-shot Lando T with that. Which is, uh, which is, I think, some, I think way more important than hitting, uh, Ferrothorn well
1: the one that i caught in game already has ice i i have that
0: yeah uh and
1: so i uh i have seen some sets that have hp fire so i figured you know let's let's shoot for that i mean man going for hp fire with this one just having to soft reset isn't too bad whereas if i was doing it in the wild or i had to catch it and then go check mm-hmm. the hp and all that stuff would have been a little more cumbersome this oh is yeah.
0: Bad. yeah 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 never mind i was thinking for something else um what about you, Sublime? Let's jump over to you. What are you up to in Pokemon? It's been like forever since you've been on this show. It's been so. a while. It's been a minute. Um, a minute. A hot minute, you yeah, know. A hot <laughs> minute we hear from you. We hear from you everywhere else, but not here, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> well,
2: yeah, but uh, I've been um, prepping for Pucklecon as well. Um, I also downloaded my Tapu Cocos for the event. I need I have to do Sunday that. At- so I'm gonna get yeah. two, and actually, I, I already that. have timid HP ice. Tapu Koko. Like, that was the one I soft resetted for
0: in-game. That's so the one I'm you should sure. get. Yeah, no, this one, I, this one's I, like locked like, to yeah. Hidden Power Ice, I think, right? No, it's uh, not. Oh. No? No, it's, it's not. Okay. Timid.
2: It's locked to it's locked it's a Timid. It's locked to Timid, okay. Of- yeah. But, uh, oh. I don't know, yeah, I have two... So I'll have two more Timid Tapu mm-hmm. Koko, so I'll think about what I want to get out of them. Um, yeah. But then on top of that, I've been... I've like listened to the Puckle PTU
0: like three times. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll and have I to like, do. We, I, I do.
0: Know? I do plan on doing that. It's just like with PuckleCon, it's just been mm-hmm. on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it, I, I do have ideas and I do have plans moving forward. So that there I've will got, be, there will be another like, one in August I got, for so sure. Like
2: it needs to come out so I can remember how much XP to give my character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was able to go back. And I'm like, oh, I'm at this level. Great. Perfect.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I I plan like after PuckoCon because that's like the last thing left that I had on my like to do list for July. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just need to I need to finish up because I did I did play that session actually before with some other people, and um, it, it was somewhat balanced. But I want to I want to change it a little bit up for you guys, just to make it a little bit uh, a little bit more balanced and make a little bit more sense in world. So. Uh the last one I the last time I played, I'm like, wow, a lot of this doesn't make any sense. Um we just need to we need to fix that. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you should definitely have something though, because I want to make sure that whenever I play a session with you guys, I want to make sure that the next session's ready just in case it's way shorter than it should be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um because I, I do like this this is the first time I'm writing like a full out campaign. So instead of like oh, a yeah. one shot or something. Like- so
2: yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like you always want to make way more material than you need.
0: Yeah, I just want to make sure that like we're way like because this this session could go short depending on what you guys plan on doing. And I just want to make sure that like if you guys are like straight to the point and you do everything just right, like you you can blow through this next one in like an hour. So I want to make sure that the next session after that's built up. So it'll be it'll be really interesting. It'll be really interesting. Well, uh, I but look that's cool yeah you should you should look forward to it. <laughs> um, let's see um, I guess I'll go um, as for myself I've been playing a lot of TCG online um, I've just been playing a lot of different decks um, I I have literally over the past year just become like really addicted to TCG it's real bad um, I, this is exactly why I never played it before because right now I, I have almost like five fully functional decks like there's minimal card swapping now <laughs> And it's just like five full decks. So I just, um, um, fortunately slash unfortunately, like my wife has two of them. So, uh, and like hers have to be like fully ready because she doesn't card swap, you know? So, <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here like, okay, I've got one set of four verse seekers and I've got three decks. Let's just swap them in and out. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm really excited for Pokemon. I don't know if I'll have time to play, uh, standard or not, but, I'll have decks ready. So <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. Let's see. Other than that, uh, I mean, I've been playing some video game to you, obviously. Uh, that's just what I do. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, PuckleCon prep, lots of PuckleCon prep. Cause that's literally less than a week away now. Literally Dude, less it's than it's a week. Literally this week. Yeah. 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 It's this week. Yeah. And the yeah. next episode, everybody will hear, um, which I think is going to be actually live, uh, depending on the way I want to set this up. Um, because I do want to make some announcements. I, I don't think we're going to be able to stream PuckleCon live. Just as like a heads up for everybody who was intending to watch PuckleCon stream live. But my plan currently is to still set up a recording station for it. So we will still probably end up with like eight hours of recording footage. Um, I'll probably just throw it all up on YouTube. Like immediately when we're done. Just throw up like eight hours of PuckleCon. <laughs> like the night of. And then we'll, um, it depends on, uh, our computer situation at, in the evenings, because I think we can get away with a few things and we'll, we'll see how it goes though. We'll see how it goes. But there, there's that YouTube content I've been promising. Like it's just flooding in now. You're not going to be able to shut it. You're not going to be able to shut it off. It ha- it's on no schedule right now. It's just like rando content coming at you. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes because this is on a schedule. This is the only thing I can put on a schedule right now. Uh, other than that, though, that is that is it. So a lot of things happened in Pokemon this week. So let's uh, let's kick it on over to the news. So cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And in the news. So a few things. Uh, first of all, the last global mission finished in a success for all of those, uh, those of you who can, like, defended. I think it was defend the league title championship. They're starting to come to a place where, like, things are starting to balance out. It only took them six months. They figured out how to do these global missions properly instead of, like, raising the bar too high or too low. So the, uh, the global mission finished in a success. It was, uh, defend it, defend the, uh, the title. And if you it was, the goal was essentially a hundred thousand times two hundred thousand for like extra credit, and so it was defended a total of two hundred and thirty five thousand times, nice. so uh it was a success if you were in it, you get all the front festival coins, and the game is connected and yeah blah 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 uh all the things, and I think you get a moon ball and a rare candy as well, yeah, so you
2: get a moon ball, so that's kind of a big deal,
0: yeah. Uh, so the next one is starting on july 25th and it's based on winning the, at the lotto in the festival plaza so probably just win this many times at the lotto or something like that so we'll Whoa. see yeah that one sounds not fun They're i actually the-
2: have six lottos um that i use to farm festival coins so we'll ah.
0: see. all right i get also- like
2: a, No a gold bottle cap i'm sorry not festival coins to farm bottle caps
0: also, for those of you who like collecting things, um, Amazon released the Steelbook cases uh, up for pre-order uh, for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It features art of the ultra-looking Solgaleo and Lunala we have um, with the, with the Necrozma fusion. You know, the, we told them to kiss, and that's what we got. So, um, and, I mean, it looks cool. Um, it's the same price as buying the game. So... As, as if buying you you were buying both games uh the only reason I don't do it personally is just because I'm a fan of uh I'm a fan of going to the midnight releases for these games because sometimes the Pokemon <laughs> the Pokemon releases are fun uh depending on where you're at so I, I do like going to the midnight releases so I, I did pre-order them like physically at a brick and mortar gamestop as opposed to ordering them online and waiting for them to come out the next day or get to me the next day um is I also like heard? yeah go I ahead. Heard.
1: For me, ordering them on Amazon, I like for twofold: one, I get to save sixteen dollars exactly because I'm a mm-hmm. And two, uh, I have a collection of like basically DS cases for all the games going back to the Game Boy games, mm-hmm. and so just the regular plastic 3DS ones jive a lot better.
0: Yeah, no, the steel books are cool. I just I don't see the point in them uh, personally. Uh, also, I take the games out of the cases right away anyway, and I have like a, a th- Club Nintendo 3DS case that I keep them all in. Well, yeah, so, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's what I do with that. Um, let's see. So I, I that...
1: literally have 18 boxes just for display now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure the TCG cast is going more in depth with this uh, next week, and that is uh, the fact that there is a TCG rotation um so there's a rotation with the uh for burning Sh- uh it's going to be i believe just as a quick note because i believe we're going to see a whole bunch of it from uh from the tcg cast i don't want to like steal their thunder but it's going to be uh breakthrough onward set wise so we're losing uh things such as uh double crisis yeah vs seeker vs seeker i think is one of the biggest one along with shaman but I've seen I see Shaman kind of getting phased out ever since it's Lele. Shaman's not even
2: a big deal because it's basically been replaced by Tapu Lele. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. And
2: actually, I can confirm that that is going to be the next topic for the TCG cast because I'm recording it after this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. And so I don't want to steal the thunder. I just want to do that quick mention. Um, steel bookcases, some Pokemon Go news, but I want to save that for the main topic today, just because there's some speculation going to go along with that, and just something to talk about the future of Pokemon Go. Um, and I think I think it's better for like the anniversary as a whole. So, um, we're gonna Coro Coro leak this week as well. I this was this was my hope to talk about like the Coro Coro leaks this week, but unfortunately, it was, it was just it, yeah, it, it's just all about a Ho distribution. So. At some point, we'll get an Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, trailer. It'll probably be, like, August 6th, you know? Or we'll get something, like, Right At Worlds, you know? So, uh, you don't know what the Pokemon Company anymore. Nobody knows. Um, if you did not catch what we were saying, uh, in the, in the first segment this morning, you can get a shiny Tapu Coco right now just by connecting to the Wi-Fi and clicking download distribution from the Mystery Gift. So, check that out. Um, if you want a shiny type of cocoa and apparently it's locked into timid i did not know this so check that out it's probably uh three ivs or whatever yeah uh yeah, it has to be it has to be it's a legendary um and the final bit of news which i think is really cool and i'm actually really excited for it and i'm waiting for some synopses to come out are the uh so the new pokemon movie was announced this year or it was released this year in japan um, which is Pokemon I Choose You uh, to celebrate the 20th anniversary. It's a retelling of the origin stories of Ash and uh, just Ash, I should say. Yep. Because, Kotaku, <laughs> and, because to Kotaku and Polygon took huge issue with Brock and Misty being quote unquote written out um, because the Pokemon company decided, hey, remember that this entire anime is literally just an advertisement for people to buy our game? And went, okay, well, you know, those Gen 4 remakes are coming at some point. So let's go ahead and just uh let's forget that uh let's just throw that Lucario in there and that piplup, you know? So that's I that's just, exactly I what just, I did.
1: I just find it funny that uh people are freaking about it, out about it now when we literally right?
0: knew this months ago. <laughs> yeah, no, we knew this months ago. I like uh I follow Joe Merrick on Twitter and he was just like and so like he he linked like the Polygon and the Kotaku articles. And he's just like, I don't understand why they're just talking about this now. We knew about this like three months ago. And because we, we talked about it, we did a speculation episode on uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. And I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we get some kind of announcement for those next year, by the way, like for the 3DS, I should say specifically for the 3DS. But it, I think it's also very unlikely that we're going to be seeing like four Pokemon releases in a row, like annually. That would just be nuts to me. Like if that happened, that would blow my mind. So I'm saying it's not going to happen, so they can blow my mind. Okay. And the because like I was just thinking to myself, I'm like I'm pretty sure Pokemon Switch is coming out 2019. That makes 100% sense to me. Um, it doesn't make sense for them to do uh more than like three uh more like do three games in a row and then follow it up with a fourth game in it like in a year. That's that's absolutely absurd to me because uh. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's just not how Pokemon does things. They do, they do, uh, like three releases, take a year off, no, new release, you know? So I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens here. Very curious. Um, if they do it, maybe because they were making hires, maybe they were, maybe they're ramping up their scale or something like that. So, well, again, we'll see. We'll see. I'll leave it at that. I'll see you at that. Um but I think that's it for the news, unless anybody else remembers something that I forgot. Um but uh Puckle News real quick. Summer League's still going on, so if you want to collect those gym badges, do it now. There's like three weeks left. Uh we're all gym leaders, so just come and find us, we'll fight you. You know? That's right. And, and I so my gym time's tomorrow and I will also do Tuesday because I'm streaming Tuesday. And my gym time is
1: also a my gym time is also tomorrow after Thatch, but I usually try to dip in a little mm-hmm. before that. Um, And just as a reminder, if you need to schedule something outside of gym time, just please be very polite to the gym leaders and mm-hmm. try to be flexible with them because they don't have all the time in the world either.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I haven't heard any like real bad situations this year. Like we, we have had people in the past be like very demanding of gym leaders sometimes. Like I know a couple of years ago, we had a couple gym leaders who couldn't make their time on like one or two occasions because they were, you know, they like something happened, like they got sick or they got stuck in traffic or something. And we've definitely had people complain about them being late. And I've had to remind them like, hey, these guys are doing it for free. They're donating their time. So cut them some slack.
1: And we usually try to make it up somewhere else, too.
0: Yeah, they usually do. So like don't. Don't ever, like, I, I always, I'm there for my gym time, typically, from seven to nine, uh, Eastern. But then I get, I'm also ready on stream, like, all the time. If you need a gym battle, just let me know. Uh, I will, I will definitely put you on the list and we'll get to you. Um, I definitely don't quit before gym battles are over on the list either. So, um, definitely be there. Gym battles are also just fun. I mean, I have a lot of fun doing them. So do that and lastly uh like we said PuckleCon's happening this week so if you are planning to come and you have not yet told me and you're like man i'd really like to go to that cookout thing and you never got put in the PuckleCon discord channel you should do that now because that is the only way you're going to get that address so <laughs> definitely check that out guys um yeah i think that's it i think that's uh i think that's my spiel so it's time to quiz your co host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So we are going to kick it on over to Puckles Poke Quiz. And on to Puckles Poke Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Uh, they're playing up to 30 points. So, first, uh, first person to get the 30 p- points wins. You guys are functioning as a team, as always. Uh, I have five questions for you. One of them has two answers. And one of them also, uh, so one of them has a, uh, oh, wait, actually, one of them doesn't have a, uh, bonus type. Oh, one of the, okay, I see, I, I threw one. They do have bonus points, actually. Um, so we're fine. Uh, I thought I didn't have bonus points, so I was just gonna, like, award you a magical point at some point. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's fine. So, uh, you guys get one hint. You can, of course, save that hint and get all of the questions correct to cash it in for an extra point. Just kind of like an extra, like, heck yeah, I'm really good at Pokemon knowledge. So uh, we're going to go ahead, though, and we are going to start it up if you guys are ready. We have uh, five yes, questions. Sir. These were all provided by uh, Shamu and Fluffiest as a joint team. So uh, this first in, question.
1: Say, oh, in their attempt to hamper me from getting points.
0: Yes, because you are in the lead with 17 points right now.
1: So. I am, but then just remember, folks. In a couple months, uh, Professor Snag is going to be teaching and will not be on the show as much.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we'll but see. Anyway, I've, you only need you only need thirteen points, so that's that's like two really could, good shows. I could
1: get halfway there today, right? Sublime. Yeah, yeah. That's plan.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. So, question number one, brought to you by uh, brought to you by Fluffiest. So, which Pokemon region is the only one? whose name was changed from the original Japanese for the international release of the games that feature it. So what... Unova. Should... I'm pretty that sure that's your... Gen 5. I think I've heard that somewhere. Is this your final answer?
2: Do you have any ideas now? Because I'm like 90% sure it's Unova.
1: I was going to work just through because I know the first four are based off of real Japanese regions. Um... I don't know, would there any, be anything about Alola potentially? I mean, uh, like, if you feel you feel really strong about it, but I'm just thinking Alola
0: might have been up in the air? I don't know. I
1: Can you say the question one Unova. more time?
0: Uh, so, which Pokemon region is the only one who had, whose name was changed from the original Japanese for the international release of the games that feature it?
2: I think Unova has a different name in Japan. Okay. I, I'll, I'll go along with you on that.
0: Okay. That's your final answer, you, Nova? Yes. That is correct.
2: All right. Uh, 10-5 for the win.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called, uh, issue in, uh, Japanese. Um, I do, I do remember this actually when it was, uh, dropped because this was still back in the days before like international release, like was synchronized. So Japan yep. got the games like six months ahead of time. And I remember that we got that name and then it changed completely when we got the game in the U.S. So, uh, this next question is from the fluffiest Whimsicott as well. <laughs> so, what is the last Pokemon game to have its color match the color of its cartridge match its name? Uh that is all you need to tell me.
2: I think it's Fire Red and Leaf Green because they didn't uh, do it for the
0: DS games.
1: Uh actually, wouldn't it Wait. be Pokemon? It would be Pokemon Black.
2: Uh, interest. Oh, or hmm. uh, I mean or
1: Black 2? I mean, if you uh because uh, the cartridges for the ds games are black um x y yeah if you're talking about the actual color of the cartridge not the sticker
2: on it i think that's the answer that's a very clever way of looking at it i like that is that your final answer
1: so should we say black
2: i mean black and black too or just black too if you're sure if you want to get
0: technical it would be black too right yeah. Final answer. Uh yes, that, sir. that is correct. Uh, it turns out that it's only uh it's only the Pokemon cartridges for the DS that were black. Fun fact. Um, if you oh. were to buy other DS cartridges they were gray. Um the they did it for Diamond and Pearl, they were still gray. And they for uh for Heartgold Soul Silver they started making them black, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Platinum is also gray. But when you get to uh Di- when you get to Heartgold Soul Silver, they're black and Pokemon Black and White two, they're black and same go so so on and so forth. So based on
1: Uh, a technicality, we got this right. Yes,
0: absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Uh, Emerald was colorful uh, cartridges. Yeah, Emerald was the last one that was actually specifically colored. So, uh, but but yeah, Black two is correct. That is that is actually correct by on a technicality. So that's two points for you guys so far today. So good job there. Uh we're gonna we're gonna bounce back to regions because Shamug dropped us an awesome question. I, I thought this was a magnificent question that he sent. Um so let me read this for you guys. Um so let me see. Uh so we have a lot of regions that aren't in the main series games. We can go talk about Pokemon Ranger having its own region. We can even talk about ore from Pokemon Coliseum and XD being a region that was made for a side game. But it turns out the TCG also came up with its own regions. Oh, uh, no. Two of them specifically. So, uh, if you could name those two, you get a point for each. This is your bonus point. So, what are the two regions that are exclusive to the TCG?
2: No, are you They're talking? All, I have no
0: idea. Now,
1: are you talking about the, the TCG games or just the TCG in general?
0: The 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 uh, the trading card game, like in its sets, they they came up with uh, they came up with
1: okay
0: um, um, spin off it- regions.
1: Okay, sure sure. Um Sublime, you wouldn't have to know the, the name of the region where the Delta Pokemon are, would you? I would
2: not. I was not playing at that point. Okay. Um Maybe it's just Delta, that's not a bad guess. Okay. The Delta region? Cause... Or Delta Islands? Um I have do... no idea.
1: Yeah, that that's a really tough one. Uh, do we want to eat our hint on this one or save it for the next one?
2: Mm.
1: Oh, hey, uh, wait, wasn't one of them um, uh, Holon H O L O N? Because you could have like Holon Magnemite, Holon Electrode. I have no idea. Maybe. I like that as as an as a as an answer. Um, I I don't know outside of that though. Do um, your call if we want to, if we want to use our hint or maybe save it for the next one.
2: Let's save our hint.
1: Okay, so our answers. I'm would gonna be, need an answer. So yeah. we'll say Delta Islands and Holon. H O L O N.
0: All right. So you guys are, uh, incredibly close. Um, so I'm going to give, I'm going to do the correct noise, uh, because Holland is correct. That is the, yes! uh, that is, that is the region Yay. of like the Delta species. Uh, the other one, you're like, you're like really close. You got one of the two words, right? Um, it's the Southern Islands. So there, we had that set with, uh, that, oh. with the Alolan Executor before Alolan Executor was a thing. Um, so that was the Southern Islands, but you guys get one point and you can still cash in the hint, technically. So, uh, that is correct. So That's we're gonna an
2: awesome we job
0: snag. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So we're gonna we're gonna continue. So the next one is actually uh, the next one is going to be from whimsicott again. I just wanted the in Shamus in there. Uh, this one's actually a really cool question. I like this one a lot too. Uh, which Z move has the highest possible base power? Um, not talking about which one is the strongest, but just the plain base power number. Um, and so, all you need to do is give the i'll I'll accept the type because I don't expect you to remember like what all the type names are, but maybe you do i I only know a handful of them off the top of my hand uh, off the top of my head mm-hmm. so so the
2: strongest move I can think of off the top of my head is v create so going off of that, I would assume it would be fire What's the base power of v create a uh, hundred and eighty.
1: What okay. What? So, well here's the, here's the other thought. Like I've been looking at this. Um, explosion has a base power of wow. 250, but Z explosion is 200. So oh. I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that that's the only thing that I, I really know is that, is that explosion has a base power of 250 and then uh, the Z version of it is 200. I don't know if V create goes. I think even. that means it
2: caps out at 200, so there might be more than one type or of Z move that can hit the maximum in that yeah. case. Sh- that's, not that's not true. That's, that's
0: not, not true. That's not true. It's one it's one type that actually does it. Huh.
2: Well, I like yeah. Explosion is higher than V create then, so maybe we should go with normal.
1: Unless they capped that one specific move, I
2: don't know. I, I like it,
1: um, but so we can either use our hit now or or should we, should we should we try and save it and go go for the extra? I think we should go for the extra
2: because we've been doing good so far. All right, yeah, let's let's go with normal then.
0: You're gonna go with uh, normal? Yes. That is unfortunately incorrect. Lies. <laughs> Uh, so it turns out, it turns out, you guys were so close to getting it right. Uh, it is, it it is, it is Inferno Overdrive because of V Create. So every other move, every every other move does cap out at, uh, 200, but V Create is specifically programmed in the games to turn into Inferno Overdrive with a base power of 220. So it is, it is fire. It is, uh, Z, it is, uh, so even though Z Explosion with a higher base power just gets dropped to 200. Z, uh, Z, uh, Inferno Overdrive actually gets cranked up to 220 when it's based off V-Create.
1: So, so it was, it was a specific move that got, got
0: changed, but Mm -hmm. not the right
1: way. Oh man. Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm sorry, Sublime, you had it, man. Yeah, you were, you guys were close. You were close. Okay. So, but you guys are still at like three points. So don't, I mean, that's the average. So... We're going to move on then to the question I ask you guys every week about your stat changes. You guys chose the fire type this week, so I'm going to ask you, uh, what fire type Pokemon has the highest base HP? Hmm. That's what I want to know.
1: Is that... The first one that's coming to mind is Emboar, but...
2: There's higher than Emboar. Darmanitan has really high HP too, because it has to change when it's at half HP.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
2: I'm wondering if that's higher still. Um, so the the
1: one other one that's coming to mind right away is uh, Volcanion. Um, and the one other, uh, when the other one I throw out there just because we're on the legendary track is um, Primal Groudon.
2: It is definitely not Primal Groudon.
1: Okay, I, I figured you'd
2: you'd know that, but um, oh, what about Ho-Oh? Ho oh, is pretty bulky. It is bulky. That's true. Um, I think Ho is like. No wait, no, it's not bulky like Lugia. Never mind.
1: Should we, uh, since um, we can't cash it, cash it in, uh, should we just use our hint to try and narrow it down? I guess we might as well.
2: Sure, let's use our hint on this one. It's pure fire type. Fire type. Okay, so that's no secondary out.
0: typing. Oh, more
2: that scratches out Ho. I think that makes like I'm leaning towards Darmanitan now.
1: Yeah. Uh dar well although Darmanitan when it does its form change turns into uh psychic.
2: But like you can have a pure fire Darmanitan.
1: Oh, that's true, because that's only when it has the specific the ability. Specific yeah. Um yeah, we can go
0: with it.
2: Okay, let's go That's with, your final uh, answer? Yes.
0: Okay, that is incorrect. Darn it. Um, so you guys named everything in the top five except for the top one. Uh, uh, so so uh, the top slot goes to Entei with a base 115 uh, HP. Uh, uh, it's followed it's up...
2: It, happy
0: Pokemon it, uh. Yeah, it's followed up by Embor with a base 110, uh, followed <laughs> up by Ho-Oh with a base 106, <laughs> Followed up by Darmanitan with the base 105. Followed up yet again, uh, uh, Victini and Reshiram are the next two with the base 100s. Uh-huh. And then uh, Primal Groudon with 100 as well. So, uh, you guys, you guys named like everything except for the top. I just sit here like watching you guys go down the list, <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. That's uh, so like you guys. That gives if you we're three playing
1: points. Future City Feud, if we're playing Future, City, Future City Feud. So
0: many <laughs> yeah. You would have done alright. You just wouldn't have gotten the number one slot. Oh, I'd rather turn off the soundboard. Uh people get that every week. Um <laughs> so I forgot to turn off the soundboard before I take each of the points. Uh so this changes like nothing in the standings, by the way. So uh <laughs> let's jump into it. Okay, so snag, you are still in first place now with 20 points. Followed up in second place by Jushiro with fourteen points. Whimsicott is following up behind you with uh in third place with thirteen, Maximus in fourth with eleven, Viger in fifth with ten, Dr. Shamu in sixth with eight, Scrawn in seventh with seven, uh Bo in eighth place with five, and uh I guess I'm gonna say Gator and Sublime are tied with three. So <laughs> there we go. Alright, guys, that is it for Puckles Pokey Quiz this week. We will come back. Oh, I don't think there's gonna be one next week, actually. Um, so, <laughs> there will be one in two weeks for sure. We'll say that much. Alright, so we will, we're gonna take a short break here, guys, and we're gonna come back at you with the topic. And on to the topic, as you can see by reading the episode title, we're going to be talking about, uh, the Pokemon Go Fest, but not just the fest itself, but the, uh, the things that you can do worldwide. Because I think, I think the fest has been done to some extent where we, uh, you go to Grant Park in Chicago if you paid, I think it was $20 originally for the ticket or something like that. Um, unfortunately they sold out in like 37 minutes. And so if you didn't buy one, you couldn't buy one. And I didn't even try to buy one because it's the same weekend as PuckleCon. So. <laughs> um i did not go to chicago but it looks like at grant park they're going to be having regional exclusives there's going to be a probably a higher um encounter rate than usual for a certain pokemon and well it sounds like an interesting time unfortunately you know you can't shove like half a million people in grant park in chicago so they they cut it off i forget how many it was like a few thousand so um they are also they announced everything else for the rest of the world as well this week uh they announced that there's going to be uh they're going to be safari zones in Europe all over the place, which is really interesting. And I'm kind of upset that we're not getting one in like something like that in the U S um, seeing, seeing as the U S is like just as big as Europe, they're holding it into several cities in Europe. Um, it would be really cool to see a safari zone event just come around the U S, you know, um, maybe Columbus, Ohio, like that would be a great place to do it. I think, <laughs> um, personally. And, uh, but we'll, we'll see. Um, but they have started leaking some stuff, or not leaking. They've, they've been talking about some other things that you can do if you're not going to Pokemon Go Fest or PuckleCon and want to play Pokemon Go. Um, or you can come to PuckleCon and still play Pokemon Go. One of the two. There's a nest, like, right next to the venue, by the way. Um, it's a quillfish nest right now, so it's not anything good, but, uh, is, is there, there a, a nest. gym
1: or a Pokestop? Or just Uh, there just... is,
0: there is a Pokestop at the venue. Sweet. Um, there is a Pokestop at the venue, but there is a nest, like, within walking distance. Though I'd be careful because as you might know for like a lot of game stores like this, they're typically not in like the best parts of town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll feel right
2: at home. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like this is, this is, this is all right. It's next to a car wash, um, and a bar. So <laughs> this just keeps uh, getting better. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm just telling you. I, I, we can talk about the venue all day, but let's, let's talk about it. So there's, I don't quite understand what's happening with this because it seems very, like, um, very out there for me. So there, there's rewards. There's a, the catch challenge. Collectively catch Pokemon to unlock bronze, silver, and gold tiers, uh, gold tier rewards globally. And these challenge windows are from 11 to 11.30 a.m., uh, 12 to 12.30 p.m., and 3 to 3.30 p.m. on, uh, the 22nd. And so, uh, they show fire, water, grass, electric, steel, or no, that's normal, and rock. And they, they show different rewards that you can get what, if you're at Grant Park in Chicago. But there's also another worldwide one, which is like increased bonus duration by 24 hours. And I, I have no idea what's going on. Snag, do you have any idea what's going on? Uh.
1: so, so what the thing is, so the people playing in Chicago mm-hmm. are going to basically kind of vote and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to catch a bunch of one of, uh, Pokemon, what they want the bonus for. So. Oh, okay. Of, so like a lot of people, uh, in the Kansas City area where I'm from and uh, checking on the Facebook page for Pokemon Go, they say, Hey, those of you going to Go Fest, go do the grass one because the grass one gets bonus stardust. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, so if the most people there catch grass, then everyone gets a stardust bonus.
0: Okay. And so then worldwide, we can help out by extending that bonus duration. By catching um, more Pokemon or something like that, like what what does it mean worldwide? I'm very confused. So that
1: so if they hit their goal, whatever the goal is, mm-hmm. then oh a, then
0: it affects us back here. Yeah, then affects us back
1: here. And then and then vice versa. If we catch so many Pokemon worldwide, um, mm-hmm. it bounces back to them, and they then they get like an, a mystery challenge. Okay. And if they do well enough for that mystery challenge. It then bounces back to a global reward.
0: Okay, so the Mystery Challenge, by the way, it has a window between six PM and seven PM. If you're going to Grant Park, that is. Um and so you can uh to unlock uh inside Grant Park and then the global reward. The challenge window is between the twenty third and twenty fourth, so the Sunday and Monday. Um I am assuming I'm assuming legendaries, honestly. <laughs> um that that's my that's my thought process on that, but so my my re- thought
1: is it could either be legendaries. I think I think legendaries are going to come either way. Yeah. But if they're talking about a global reward that's going to happen for just two days, mm-hmm. maybe they unlock regionals for two days.
0: Oh, that would be really cool to unlock regionals for two days. I would. I would literally just go play Pokemon Go all day. Monday. I know. Like no or, joke.
1: Or, or so either that or maybe like regional raids. I could see them
0: doing that as well. I I would really I would really like regional raids. I think that would be cool. I, I don't know I would really like to see some regionals love just for everybody else just because I, I don't know I feel like I, I I don't want to say that this was done poorly on their part because getting a huge event together is an incredibly difficult task. And so you know they could only sell you know 13,000 tickets or whatever number it was to uh, to let people into the park makes sense because you can't like overflow the park and so I, I would really like to see that like come back to us though like the normal people, The the one thing about, because Ingress does things like this. I don't know if you guys are, how aware you guys are of the Ingress community, but I had a friend who is, like, super into the Ingress community before Pokemon Go came out, and so Ingress has, like, local events where you go to a city because they're opening up a bunch of new portals there, and you try to take over the portals for your team. Um, Just kind of like if they were just like, oh, we just opened up a bunch of gyms here in this town, so come and take them over. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though with the new gym rework, it's not really that plausible anymore, so... Um, it's, uh, it would be like that, but, uh, they, they just did it in like a city. And if you missed that city, you just didn't get to see it ever again, right? Uh, this is definitely something that's a little bit more sustainable. They could do it every year, but I would really like to see it. So, like, Oh man, I couldn't make it to Chicago that weekend because I couldn't because we're holding an event before they announced it, right? Um, I would really like to go to, uh, I would really, I really wish I could, uh, get some of those effects. Like, Oh, hey, look, there's a Kangaskhan in the United States right now, you know? And like that, that'd be a really cool event to have. It would be on, it would be on tier with like the rock type events and stuff they've been doing. Uh Though yeah. I, I think, I think this goes back because you and you were talking specifically, I don't know if you were talking, if we ever said this on the show or not, but we were talking about how a lot of people were complaining about that Ash Hat Pikachu is like the summer event, yeah. right? For the one year anniversary. I Let's go look at this here for a second, right? Like this comes back to a global reward for players. I I think that's uh I think that's another thing that would be incredibly awesome and I think if they unlock something like legendaries as well at this time, that would be huge.
1: Yeah, for, I I, uh, fe- I feel like yeah at this event the probably legendaries will now be open to raids and maybe you can only do like one legendary a day and it's like ridiculously hard which I'm sure it will be. Um, but I, I feel like if they're saying that if there's a global reward for just two days, I have a feeling that that's gonna be. I, I have a strong feeling that's got to be regionals. Just a very short amount of time where you can catch the regionals, and that—that's your shot at it.
0: That would be—that would be really cool, honestly. I'd be really—I'd be a big fan, uh, just like a huge fan. Uh, they also announced uh, something going on in Japan as well for Pokemon Go. Um, it's not like the Go Fest because I think Pokemon is actually running, or Nintendo is running. Probably, probably Pokemon uh, is running the event in Japan. And that is it's for the Pikachu Outbreak Chew event being held in Yokohama Uh, from August 9th to August 15th. There is a there is a Pokemon Go Park uh, with the red brick path and the Cup Noodle Museum Park will be filled with Pokestops. And then on the 14th, Pokemon Go Stadium at Yokohama Stadium, which requires people to apply to participate in. Um, There'll be a lottery to get into that. See, this seems like a much more fair system than what we had. Um, they, like I, I really wish this was the way they did, um, what they're doing in Chicago. They like open something up for a week that people can go to one, you can get a lot more people to be happy about that. And mm-hmm. two, you would, uh, one, you're not another one. You're not paying money to go to it, which I think is really huge for this specific kind of game because to go to, to go to Grant Park. Um, say you're somebody who wants to put like zero money into that game. I know, I know people like Beaver Law are just like zero money into this game, right? Uh, You've already put $20 into it by going to Pokemon Go Fest, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, To be fair, this is something that's meant for like the hardcore fans. But I would still say like that's still, that's still like pricey for a free to play game even. Though, like I said, you're, you're obviously like one of like the bigger fans of the genre. But I, I do know a lot of people who just haven't put a dime in it and are like level 35, so.
2: That's
1: nuts. Like,
0: yeah, good for them, right?
1: <laughs> say, they haven't put any money into it, but they put in their time.
0: They put in a lot of time, let me tell you. <laughs> and time is money. Yeah. To some extent, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I, mean, I couldn't imagine. Really, well, I, uh, back when the gyms were the way they used to be, I tried to get it through people's heads. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to pay any money to this game. Uh, you know, I need to get my bonus to the gym. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you spend time taking down a gym by yourself – you know, it, you'd make up more money just at any hourly wage.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, especially with that old gym system. Now it's not so bad. You could probably take no, down the gym.
1: Not.
0: You could probably take down the gym pretty quickly nowadays. And it's uh, it's not too bad at all. Like, the, the whole rework, the last rework was just amazing. I, I think a lot of players are salty about it. But um, in th- this entire summer, I've just it's just helped me realize again that the Pokemon Go community just really likes to complain. They just, they constantly complain, regardless of what happens, right? Like, uh, there's still no trading. Let's complain about that. There's, there's all of this stuff. Let's complain about that. And I, I, I think they need to go back to this attitude of, well, it's still a free to play game. <laughs> um, anytime I put money into Pokemon Go, cause, I, cause I have, like, unfortunately, right? Um, I, I've put money into Pokemon Go. And every time I do it, I don't see it as they owe me anything. I see it kind of like a Patreon, right? I'm just like, I'm giving them this money so they can make the game better.
1: Yeah.
0: And and they have progressively. I mean, I, I think that Pokemon Go a year ago was a worse game than it is now. I think that the gym system is incredible, is much better. I think the, uh, it's definitely more stable than it was a year ago. Um, but you (laughs) had the
1: step tracker a year ago.
0: (laughs) Uh, that is the one thing. Um, but I do understand all of the reasons for getting rid of it. Because I mean, you had people. You, you had um, my going back to my friend who played Ingress hardcore. He's just he came up to me like two weeks after Pokemon Go came out, and he's just like he's like I don't understand why that entire fan base ruined ruined these like geocaching games. Like this one fan base. He goes Ingress has been out for three years, nobody has noticed us before. He goes Pokemon Go has been out for two weeks. People are going to people's yards. People are going and hit getting hit by cars. He's just like, he's like, I don't know how you guys did it. Three years, we've been fine. Two weeks, you guys are screwed. I, <laughs> I mean, there were some like nutso stories. Like one of them that uh Misty really likes to bring up is uh, there was a girl that went and like got hit by a car, and she yes, tried to blame she, she tried to blame Pokemon Go on it, and like I'm just like, no, you're still responsible for looking a cr- like both ways on the street before you cross it, like. What kind of idiotic idea is that? And I mean that's that's literally why they got rid of tracking. In, in the form that they had it. Because if you were tracking via steps, that step counter, I mean I had a lot of fun with it. I made sure I didn't walk into people's yards, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but like I, I the general population um seemed well, I don't want to say general pop that's that there were there were a special few individuals that were that were just like they lost all common sense when they played that game, you know? um they maybe they definitely got like way too immersed in it you know i i do miss the steps i will say that i miss the steps cuz that was a lot of fun just like um running around the neighborhood just being like oh it's this way no it's this way and like finding some and like finding like an awesome catch you know but they they had to have rid of, gotten rid of it and i think the way they did it is a good middle ground uh there's a lot of rule players that just are that are really upset with it and understandably so but you're also rural and i'm sorry that you're playing a game that's meant for like to play the where city. people are sorry about it. yeah yeah sorry that it's like meant for that i i i i don't know what to <laughs> say wyoming uh <laughs> i'm so <laughs> like wyoming montana i'm sorry i'm just so sorry but um uh, you have to like it's just, it's a game meant for a city i mean you, you didn't complain about ingress right uh there aren't portals everywhere for ingress either you could uh. If there is a portal in Wyoming for Ingress, like, go take that, because you can hold on to it forever. Like, I'm almost certain. Like, <laughs> like I'm almost certain.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the difference between Ingress and Pokemon, I mean, Ingress was a new IP, and mm-hmm. you know, it was a cool concept, but it had to appeal to, like, a specific, you know, person who was interested in geocaching. Slap the name Pokemon on just about anything, it's going to sound like gangbusters.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I and, agree. And,
1: the, and that also means that you're going to get a wider... Uh, uh, selection of the population, and with a wider selection of the population, you just get a wider. We'll just say a wider variety of people uh, to do things.
0: That is a fantastic way to put it, uh, <laughs> without offending anyone, <laughs> uh, because um, there, there, there are some just special individuals out there. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> um,
1: sublime. Like... Uh, yeah, saying, sublime. What do you think? What are your, what are your thoughts on Go Fest?
2: Um, I think it's. I always get like kind of frustrated when Pokemon is becoming more and more monetized. Like, I think about how the world championships this year, you have to pay to go to watch.
0: To be fair, I think, I think that one is a, is a good slash bad thing. Um, for two reasons. For two, because that, that one's like a bittersweet because Mm -hmm. it means, I think it's, it, it's because last year they overpopulated the, the arena, remember? When you couldn't have, like, there was basically no room for spectators last year and yeah. it's because it's because one the base of people going to these is just ginormous now the tournament sizes are just like starting to skyrocket that's true and as esports become more popular it's not just pokemon i should say but like esports are becoming more popular and even but to e-
2: monetize it what that's doing is it's basically saying that in order to be able to enjoy this event you must be this wealthy
0: well okay i'll i, I do agree with that to some extent but they're they they're kind of doing it to like weed out the people that kind of just stand around and don't do anything, right? Like at uh so so what happens is if you go to one if you go to worlds, let's say. If you go to worlds and I think it, I forget what the entry fee is. I think it's like 10 or 20 dollars or $10, whatever. 10 dollars I think. 10 dollars. You go you go if you pay t- if you pay 10 dollars to spectate, they give you two packs of cards. Um oh, so you're at, paying.
2: Okay, that that's a lot better than, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so it's essentially it's a, essentially, you are it's getting decen- a product.
0: So you're essentially paying for the packs you were gonna go buy anyway when you're inside, right? Um, but the right. thing is, that keeps out people like I don't want to, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna, like. I know there's a lot of pokey parents that are like really good about it, and they're like it, they get into the franchise with their kids, right? But say like if it were my dad, uh, I know for a fact if it were my dad, he would hit, be like, "Oh, I don't need these cards. Why would I pay this?" You know? Mm. Um, so it keeps out people like that. Um, not saying, like, I love my dad, so, like, don't, don't take that the wrong way, but, um, I just know he doesn't care about video games, you know, so, <laughs> or, or, like, Pokemon cards or anything. So, so, uh, there, there's that. And so it keeps out people like that, like the people that are just would be like wallflowers and kind of just taking up space, essentially. It keeps that out. That, that that's kind of how I see that one. Um, They, I think they handled it in the best way by giving out packs when you paid for these entry fees and stuff like that. Like even the, uh, I think the last chance or not the last, not the last chance qualifier, but the open that they're having at worlds this year. That's for championship points for next year. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that one is, uh, I think that's like an entry fee of like $30 or something, but you get like five or six packs when you, when you join. So they, they're essentially, like I said, they're, they're like weeding people out. Like they're weeding out the people who aren't fans of the franchise. And then and
1: reimbursing mean, those people who are fans.
0: Exactly. I mean, re- reimbursing them in something that only they'll care about, right? I, I think I think it's a, a genius way to handle it. Like, if they like, if I charge an entry fee to PuckleCon, and then I was just like, here, have a Green Tauros badge. Nobody's gonna want that except for a Puckle fan, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's exactly the same thing. Like, oh, here, uh, here's an entry fee, but here's like some awesome Pokemon products. You know, uh, that's how I see it.
1: Or, or here's an entry fee. Here, here's uh, access to some
0: special teams, uh, YouTube content. Yeah.
2: <laughs> YouTube <laughs> content, YouTube show, content, so.
0: uh, YouTube content like way early, apparently. <laughs> because I can, I forget to unprivate the video for like three days. Uh, and then Shamu does it for me. Uh, and, and then, and then of course, you know, green Taurus badge and Puckle t shirts and stuff like that. So yeah, it's yeah. just like that. Yeah, it's just like that. It's like a, it's like a Patreon or something. <laughs> Uh, such as the one at patreon.com slash fuckle podcast. Hashtag, uh, <laughs> hashtag advertising. Hashtag, uh, hashtag self-promotion. Um, no. But I, I, I think the way they handle that is fine. I, I do, I do feel uncomfortable with Pokemon Go Fest because you, you aren't getting anything. As far as I know. You, maybe you get something, but you're not, uh, I don't think you're getting anything of large value.
1: The one thing so, I also might see there is there may be some like exclusive vendor stuff there as well that you might only mm, be able to get there. I, I, I don't know.
0: I don't uh, know. I, even then, like, what is it going to be? Like, uh, like here's a team instinct t-shirt that you can just go buy online anyway. Like, I, I, yeah. I honestly don't know because I, I don't know if they're going to have anything that you get just for hanging out because they, they do have things like, um, they have quote unquote team lounges. And they have photo ops so that you can take pictures with people. And I know they're, like, bringing in, like, the Pokemon Go YouTubers for some of these as well. Oh, sure. Which is – which is, I think is – I find very interesting, actually, Um, that they're, like, kind of bringing in that community. Which is – it seems kind of, like, anti-Nintendo. But (laughs) – because, like, Nintendo has just been – has such a bad relationship with, like, content creators in general. But – It's an interesting event. I'll say that much. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll know more about it after this and then maybe it'll become more popular as time goes on. Yeah. I hope they have more than just the one in Chicago.
1: Yeah. But, uh, definitely probably listen and hear and hear our thoughts about it in two weeks.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody will tell us about it. So, uh, yeah. And hopefully
1: Mm -hmm. we'll also, you know, while we're doing our PuckleCon stuff, we'll be able to, uh, hopefully enjoy the rewards that come our way. So. We'll definitely and see. And because
2: this is the first one, like, the first time you ever do something, it's always the roughest. Mm-hmm. So maybe this year won't be perfect, but they can improve upon it going forward. I agree 100%. Uh,
0: it's just like PuckleCon and how that's evolved yeah. in the in the past, like, <laughs> three years. Like, it's been – it was, like, super rough. Like, the first time, it was literally, like, eight guys getting together and hanging out. Uh, and then last year, it was, like, oh, man, 20 people. And this year, like, I've had a lot of people contact <laughs> So it's definitely growing, which I find incredibly interesting. Yeah. Um, so- we'll see how it goes, though, from there. All right, so that's going to be it for the topic. We're going to have a short commercial break for you guys, and we'll come right back at you with the poke of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Coming to you from PokeStar Studios Fall 2014, it's another PokeStar movie about superheroes. You won't like it when he evolves. It's the incredible Muck. A brand new superhero with barely any plot. He's gonna be awesome. Come and see it. Fall 2014. And welcome back to the show. We are here with our Pokemon of the episode number 249, or 248, excuse me, Tyranitar, the armored Pokemon. The
1: Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire Pokedex entries say, Tyranitar is so overwhelmingly powerful, it can bring down a whole mountain to make its nest. This Pokemon wanders around in mountains seeking new opponents to fight.
0: Yeah, and then Larvitar eats mountains, so that's even better. Um... (laughs) So, Tyranitar is a decent Pokemon. I I I think it lost some of its usefulness because Talonflame is no longer meta. Um Talonflame just got crushed. It's still OU though. Um Tyranitar is like always going to be a good Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And it's uh we were talking before the show. It's one of the strangest Pokemon in terms of its Mega because it's uh you won't you choose its Mega based on what set you want to run. Um, you, you, it's like the mega stone is just like another item, like a choice band or like a life orb, which I think mm-hmm. is really, really interesting to think about because if you run other megas, it's just like, no, I'm running the mega because I need the stats, you know? Um, unlike Metagross, like there's no question you were running uh Metagross until it got banned. So. Let's let's jump into it. So, Tyranitar uh, is Dark Rock, so that leaves it open to a lot of weaknesses. It's one of the Pokemon it's that's allowed in the Weakness Cup.
2: Weaknesses,
0: yeah, it's it's actually. actually it's allowed in the Weakness Cup, because it's all Pokemon with, like, five weaknesses or, or more. So, uh, Dark Rock is kind of an awful typing, but also a good typing at the same time. Uh, it takes Psychic Hits really well, uh, because it's immune to them. Uh, flying Type, which is really big right now, actually, uh, is resisted. So, that, these are both good things. Um, so he gets a, he gets a lot of good moves. Uh, Smogon has, uh, has a couple of sets. Let me, let me read them. One, the first one's a choice band set. Stone Edge, Crunch, uh, Pursuit, Earthquake with the choice band. If that makes sense. Um, 252, 252, obviously. And because Tyranitar's base speed is 61, just, just run out of it. Like, you're not outspeeding anything when you run, if you run Jolly. So. Um, the other thing is you could run Jolly, but you run Mega Tyranitar, which is with Dragon Dance, and you run Stone Edge, Ice Punch, and then Earthquake, or you could do the uh you could call an Audible and do Fire Punch instead. He gets all three punches actually. He's one of the few Pokemon that gets all three punches.
2: It's a pseudo legendary, so it just has yeah. everything.
0: His move pool is like fantastically deep. So like just some like other side thoughts. Uh he does get stealth rocks. You could set up stealth rocks with Tyranitar. Um, I've seen somebody, uh, I forget what I was, I, I think I was playing on Twitch and somebody brought mega T-Tar and was using it to set up rocks. And I'm like, what a waste. Huh. Why are wow. you wasting, why are you wasting your mega Tyranitar? Um, they, they set up rocks and I, I mean, I'm always been a fan of Tyranitar cause I don't know how much you guys know about Puckle lore, but, uh, the original two mascots of the Puckle podcast were for alligator and Tyranitar. Um, and so like, it, it has a spot in my heart. Uh, it's got a spot in my heart. There's actually, uh, uh, at League a few weeks ago, we had a tournament, and I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now, just cause I know he's listening, but I crushed Beaverla, but not really. I just, he, he had a really bad hand, and I had a really good hand. And so it was a best of one scenario. So I, like, nine times out of ten, he should beat me. Um, but, uh, we won these little patches, with like a Larvitar and a Croconaw like, fighting each other back from the Harkgold whole Silver era. And it's just like, I'm just like, wow, that's like a lot of Puckle stuff right there. So. <laughs> Um nobody else would understand that, I I'm sure. But, <laughs> uh, I'm sure Whimsicott knows. Uh, uh, also,
1: uh, really quickly talking about his move pool, like I was looking mm-hmm. at him for a gym team uh once upon a time, and uh it learns uh so has some electric coverage as well, like Thunder, Thunderbolt. Uh of course he said Thunder Punch before. It's mm-hmm. just I found it surprising that it could also use those electric
0: um special moves. No, 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 it that was that actually thing. Yeah, back in uh, back in Gen four, um, Tyranoboa. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. Um, you would run you would, like special Titar was like a thing. He could you would uh, the original you would, lore. Yeah, because well, before before Team Preview, like life was different. Uh, <laughs> life was way different, and but you could run like Thunder. And that that was common. Like that was almost common to see on Tyranitar back in Gen four. You would see like Thunder and Ice Beam on it consistently. And honestly, like I still run mixed T-tar every once in a while, just because I think it's really good. I think the calcs for Ice Beam onto like Lando T from Titar still oco okay it sometimes. So with like minimal investment in Special Attack. So I mean, it's like it's like having hidden power o- options, but without needing hidden power. But better? So, yeah, but better. Yeah, like T-tar is a good Pokemon. Like it it, I mean, the,
2: it has stood it, the test of time. Mm-hmm. It's OU. All it weaknesses.
0: It, it's tied for the most weaknesses, yet it's still OU. So like, like exactly. just think, yeah, just think about Represent that.
2: Represent
0: Yeah, uh, there are some cards in rotation currently until September. Um, <laughs> so uh, he's got two. He's got an EX and a Mega EX. Uh, neither of them are good. Uh,
2: it it was okay when it came out.
0: You it was okay it when it came. Eject. You it, it, it was okay. Yeah, when it came out, it was in Ancient Origins. The EX and the and the Mega. Um, so you got hammer in for three energy, one darkness, uh, two colorless, uh, does 60, and then break ground, which does 130 for two dark and two colorless. And it also does 10 damage to each of your own bench Pokemon. So that's nice of it. Um, but the mega is what it's all about. And it does, it has, uh, it does have a, um, omega. Yeah, that's an omega. I, I almost forgot my Greek letters. Um, it has a, it has a theta double. No, it's a it's a it's the Theta Double. This Pokemon can have up to two Tool two Cards items. attached to it, so you can yeah, have the Tyranitar, Spirit Link and something else. Um, so it does Destroyer King, which is two Darkness and a and two Colorless for 110 plus. This attack does 60 more damage for each damage counter on your opponent's active Pokemon. It's just absurd. Uh, it paired this, really
2: well with Golbat at the time.
0: Uh, it, can re- it can pair. It can pair really. It can pair really well right now with the, uh Coco. The 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 oh, promo yeah. cocoa. cocoa
2: would be good with it too. The promo too
0: cocoa, rotating. no, the promo. Yeah, too bad the is rotating. Also, but I mean,
2: attack was just too expensive.
0: Yeah, I mean, two, co- two, uh, two darkness and two colorless are pretty expensive. Like even Umbreon, I find like I've been playing Umbreon for a little while, Umbreon GX, and I, I, I find love that I find it to still be like a little slow. You know, like I just mm-hmm. I just feel it's a little slow. In, a, in like a year when we get like the Sun and Moon on rotation. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like it's gonna be normal pace because they're definitely slowing the meta down. And but like right now I just feel like it's a little slow, just for three energy. You know, I couldn't imagine four. But that's Tyranitar there, but the other Tyranitar card that will remain a rotation because it's Fates Collide is Jushira's favorite Tyranitar.
2: Favorite card. Uh, he called it super effective.
0: Yeah, it's uh a hundred and sixty HP. Uh it takes five darkness energy <laughs> to attack. But its ability is Raging Roar. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon, you may attach one Darkness Energy from your discard pile to this Pokemon for each prize card your opponent has taken. So, like, it's it's really late if you're coming behind. It works out almost. So, yeah, it's,
1: it seems like, I don't know a whole lot about the TCG, but it seems like a good late game card.
0: Yeah, but that shouldn't be your strategy ever. It seems like uh, it, doesn't it? It does seem like it, but like, <laughs> it's getting five darkness energy into the discard when you're trying to like give your opponent only five cards is just absurd. Dark Mountain does, uh, 150 damage plus. It, discard the top two cards of your deck. This deck does 50 more damage for each supporter card discarded in this way. Uh, that's not too bad since most decks are like 15 supporter cards at least. And they're about to get higher now that VS Seeker's leaving, so. Uh we'll see. I, I don't think this Tyranitar is gonna see any play still. It's even after terrible. rotation. Yeah, it's not that good. So <laughs> uh Tyranitar, it's a Pokemon, it's pretty good. Um I'm sure sometimes I fly will love it this week because this is another good one. This is like a good Pokemon to talk about. I really love some T Tar. And I'm sure he does too. Uh I don't think there's any like trivia like that's super important other than it exists. Um, no, nothing interesting, I don't think. It has the highest base stat total of all dark type Pokemon. Fun fact. Well, oh, no,
2: it has to be tied with Hydreigon.
0: Oh, that's what it says. Um, no, no, it has the highest base stat total of all dark type Pokemon because of Mega Tyranitar, I believe.
2: Mm, okay, so Mega Tyranitar
0: has it. Mega Tyranitar, that's my bad. My right. bad. My apology. Um, and then Tyranitar is the only dark type mo- Pokemon to be in that A group, blah, blah, blah. It is the slowest pseudo legendary. And that is all that it matters with. Um, so it also shares the same roar as Dialga in the anime. So there you go. They just reuse things there. They also take Obi-Wan Kenobi's like mount from episode three and make it Palkia. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So that is it for the Pokemon of the episode. Check out Sometimes I Fly. And we have some new writers as well. Uh, both Spencer and Duly Noted are writing as well. Their, their articles are actually really good. So I would check them out at PucklePodcast.com. So we're gonna kick it on over to the mailbag guys and read up on what you guys sent in. So let's kick it on over. It's mail time. It's time
1: for the, the mailbag. Sending your emails. Got me. The mail's here. Got me. Check your inbox.
0: It's time for the mailbag! Ah, mail! Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And, there we go. Okay. Oh. And as... <laughs> just so delayed. So unenthusiastic. <laughs> so delayed. Um, and as always, we'll give the Green tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show... Um, this is the segment of the show where we get to read listener emails, or you can send an email to us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com about anything. We typically have a prompt, uh, but you don't even need to answer that and we'll typically be fine with it. So we'll go ahead and read the, uh, we'll read the mailbags. So let's jump into it. Uh, the first one is going to be from the random listener. I love this guy. I I wish he was coming to PuckleCon, but he's not, unfortunately. Hello, it's the good old Bandom Bissner here. (laughs) For another uh, week of the mailbag, the mailing in those bags to the coolest dudes, the Raddest dudes, and Whimsicott on over in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. So without further ado...
1: It it, it says the Raddest Dads.
0: Oh, the Raddest Dads. Oh my gosh. The Raddest Dads. Reading's hard. Uh, (laughs) So without further ado, let's get right on into it. No story time this week. I'm just busy as a bee drill. Alrighty then, the mailbag this week is, what is the next big mechanic? Well, in my experience, only the wisest of shamans are able to predict the psychotic metaphorical failings about Nintendo slash Game Freak slash the Pokemon company, but I'll do my best. Going off the previous trends set by the main series Pokemon games, I'd say it would have to do something with the appearance of Pokemon, speaking in general terms. I don't believe there will be a new type, at least for a good while. They've also exhausted any kind of fun battle style slash mechanics in 5th gen, in my mind, unsuccessfully, with triple battles and rotation battles. He is not wrong that it was unsuccessful. Um, anyway, back to the appearances. Whether they be superficial or practical, appearances keep this Pokey train a chuggin'. So what's the big epiphany, Randy L., you may be asking? Well, the next breakout mechanic in Pokemon will be items. I know what you're thinking. I've been bamboozled. Items are already in Pokemon. You're a fraud. I want my money back. Never fear, dear reader listener, for I, have yet, I haven't finished yet. Also, no refunds. Anyway, the newfangled <laughs> items will have outward appearances on Pokemon during battle. Imagine now Singer Snorlax over there on the battlefield chewing on an apple core for extra health, or I'm a champ getting those gains with the Macho Brace on his arm or whatever. Yep. That'll about do it for this week. I don't remember if my email was read last week or not, but then again, I probably zoned out or something. Either way, I'm generally curious about the question I parted with last week, but if you all re- uh, already answered it, feel free to skip this section. Um, if you were to get two regions in a Pokemon game, which ones would you choose and why? Ooh um i would choose uh kanto and johto i'm done yeah i got my game i'm done uh <laughs> the problem for me isn't uh getting two regions of the game the problem for me is like if we go to kanto i know johto is like right over there like i know it <laughs> you gotta let me back in okay <laughs>
1: Uh, for me, I would probably do Kalos and Alola. I know leading up to Sun and Moon, there were uh, some people who were speculating that these games are going to tie in together, they're going to be closely related, there may be a Kalos after game, and I just want to revisit Kalos again with a slightly different, or maybe even a majorly different story. I wouldn't
0: be surprised, honestly, if or that happened.
2: just a story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god, you were so right. Um... We're all friends and we're traveling together. <laughs> um, we only have this one mega ring, so you will have to fight for it. There's five of us. We're all children. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> <the> random listener. <laughs> uh, Sublime, <laughs> do you have any? Uh, do you have any? Uh, any? Re- which two regions would you choose to have the game together?
2: So I love Johto, but I also yeah. love Unova. But Johto's tied to Kanto. But in like a perfect world, I want it to be
0: Johto and Unova. Oh, okay. Shoto and Unova, but then, and then I can got. Still but take then the I,
2: train to Kanto because I feel. Yeah, like but I'm can. sitting over there. I'm just
0: like, Kanto's right there. You gotta let me in, uh, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unless also, they make um, some sort of like a story
1: thing, like Groudon came through and and broke the the region.
0: <laughs> it, it can't be. It can't be any like garbage RPG thing if that happens. Like it can't be like uh, in Gen five when they literally just had people who are just like, we're dancing. You can't go through here now. Like, and oh, these Pokemon like, haven't migrated yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it, like if there's something garbage like that, I'm gonna be so upset.
1: Wasn't it like just... in Gen Five, like there were Psyducks blocking away, and you had to like use a Water can? That item? was
0: that was that was Gen Four. Yeah, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Like in the game, as long as there's a way for me to remove it. But if they just do it, and it's just like, oh, we're working on the tunnel right now. You can't go it to can't. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I would be so upset about that. I right. just feel like, um, oh, you're just too lazy. I'm gonna grab this next one by. Uh, Although gestured. before you do, I just oh, want to say, go for it.
2: Like, the thing about items being visible is a really big part of Pokemon battle is figuring out what your opponent's item is. Mm -hmm. So I hope they don't make them visible ever. No, if they made them visible,
0: it would be really, like, I would hate to, like, I don't know. Like, big thing for me is just, like, oh, I don't want to reveal my set. And that's a huge thing for the sets. Like, um, with Garchomp, right? Garchomp can be run in so many different ways. So if it was just, like, oh, I see it's wearing a choice scarf. Okay. You
2: see it with that stylish scarf, so you know its speed immediately. Yeah, and, and so... Like, really disappointing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would take the fun out of the game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would That's take the out of That's a really good point. All right, so, Jestern. This one's really quick, so I'm going to take this one. Uh, trainer abilities could be cool. I imagine some item that you equip would grant your team a passive item effect for the entire battle. An example would be giving your whole team the effect of expert belts or focus sash. That may sound overpowered, but so did Megas and Z Moves. But, yeah, that one actually is overpowered. <laughs> that's the difference that's the difference like they came up with a way to balance well Z-moves kind of are balanced I don't want to say they are Uh, but uh, they're balanced in the fact that you only use it once per battle Like it it would be a different thing if it was just like oh you can have like an extra focus sash for like once per battle that'd be different Mm -hmm. Mm, all right all right we'll move on to uh, a pinky bit insane infernape you can get this one snag all right Alola, Thatch, and Crew,
1: it's a pinky bit insane and Uh mailing in again after a short break. Before I get to the mailbag, I'd like to submit an apology and a comment. I apologize for lapsing out of regularity, listening regularly listening to your podcast. Schoolwork intensified after winter break. Hey, we,
0: we totally go. Life comes first. <laughs> no, absolutely life comes first. Just remember one day I may lapse, and then there's just no episodes for four months. And then you get then you get a fun story about a polar bear in Mexico. And I'll just leave it there. Okay, moving on. And a
1: comment. Last podcast, you briefly brought up and dissed the Imperial units, but I'll remind you that the metric system is just a bit arbitrary. But
0: the metric system is based on a system of tens. It's based on (laughs) tens. And instead of being like, okay, how many feet are in a yard? Three. Well, how many feet are in a mile? Five thousand two hundred and eighty. Okay. Now let me let me do this for you. How many uh, how many uh, millimeters are in a kilometer? One thousand. How many kilometers are in a? Uh, whoa, 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 are... whoa, whoa, whoa! Thatch, Thatch. How many mili- millimeters are in a kilometer? Kilometer? That's a million. Oh, that's a million. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I I went I went straight from like millimeter to kilometer, and I meant to go from millimeter to meter. To meter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I also I also can't like visualize those units I can't even visualize Imperial units anymore. By the way, like I was uh I was recently like taking a machine shop course, right? So I can learn how to like mill my own parts and stuff for machine for my equipment at work. And the uh all the machineries and Imperial units in like inches and everything. And the guy's like, Yeah, just take off like a tenth of an inch here and you'll be fine. And I was just like, and I do not. It. I'm like, What is a tenth of an inch look that? like? How many how many millimeters is that? <laughs> so I just what, can't.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say one more thing to because I'd say go with the metric system as well. But he, he, can I make this just a quick bonus mailbag question? Okay. I, without without looking it up uh, and using Google, I want I'm just curious how many people know how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? You can either do the mailbag or you can tweet Ooh. at me at Prof Snag. So either way, <laughs> if you uh, tell me without looking it up. How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon?
0: I actually know that answer. Uh um, on. <laughs> only because I looked it up. Because I was uh I was I was trying I was trying to cook one day and I was just like, okay, but I only have the teaspoon measure. <laughs> and I need tablespoons. How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Um but yeah, keep going with the pot with the with the mailbag.
1: Alright. Alright, uh, finally the mailbag. If I can't get Gen 4 remakes, at least not in the foreseeable future, then I want Alolan forms of the Gen 4 starters. I know this is unlikely as there are only two native mammals to the island, no penguins at all. And I'm pretty sure the only tortoise-like thing is a sea turtle, which is a fine Alolan form, I i think, Grasswater water tortera. I think Caracosta. Other...
0: Yeah. Caracosta would be cool, or like Tortuga. That'd be really good. Yes. Cool. Yeah, that, that would be sweet. I, I, I like the thought, but I, I
1: think those are better mons to put it on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, since none of the other starters fit, I doubt we will see it. Also, I think, uh, I've said this before, they don't usually mess with starters. They change things up a little bit with the megas, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I do agree with what Wim Scott said concerning Generation 5. My immediate hope and desire would be a volcanic extra drill with fire rock typing, with those ideas out of my head, I'm off to play flip flop frisbee, primates and penguins, a pinky bit insane infernape.
0: Ooh, okay. So next one, our next email is going to be from Zenth. Hello, Puckle Crew. This is King Zenth writing in regarding last week's mailbag. I uh, now I feel I. When I first approached the idea of new mechanics, I felt like there was one area of the game that has just not nearly received nearly enough attention. That area is badges. Just think about it. Anyone who has seen the anime or played single Pokemon game before Simo is very familiar with the concept of collecting badges. They look cool, give a sense of prestige for all the leaders who possess them, and signify the growth of a trainer. But what do they do in the game? Not much. They unlock the abilities to use HMs, make Pokemon stop loafing around, and allow roadblocks in the story to clear. As a player, they feel more like checking items off a shopping list than actual accomplishment. Here's how we here, fix here,
1: it. Here, uh, before we get into this, and he might be touching on this, here's a quick comment. In previous games, at least like in Gen 1, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how, how prevalent this is in later games, they do give you stat bonuses.
0: Yes, they do. Uh, that is 100% true. They they do do that. Um, they don't, I don't think they do it recently anymore. I think it might have done it in Gen 2. But not yet. Yeah. After that, I think they stopped because they're just like this is kind of stupid if we want a competitive scene to grow. So, but
1: if, but anyways, I'll just continue with the the email.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's how we fix that. First, badges apply a static bonus to a player's team, well, just like we said it used to. Um, I'll leave the people at TPCI to come up with creative and balanced effects. But think of how like how PTU does trainer classes in the main story. We'll see this whenever you start a battle with a gym leader. The gym leader does their pose and flashes their badge. In the, and in the same vein as a totem Pokemon, this battle is strategically and stat wise more difficult than other trainer battles. Once you complete the main game camp, or the main campaign, the trainer is allowed to create their own custom badge design and apply an effect in the same way the gym leader did. And this is where it gets really interesting. In local and online battles, the winning player gets the badge of the losing player to add to their collection. Just think of how cool it would be to get a coveted badge from defeating a VGC heavyweight or the green tourist badge from defeating Thatch. <laughs> I think it, I think it would be really cool just as like a, like a small thing. Like if you could hold your own gyms or something on, uh, I mean, they kind of already did that with, um, with Oraz, Aura, remember? They did secret, that with their yeah. secret bases. They kind of did that. I, mean, it would be cool if they added the mechanic of like, oh, here's the badge for that. And you just have like a really poorly drawn badge, uh, just like, like Miiverse quality drawing. So. But I, I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from. There could be some things they could add to that. They could also use your badge total as a replacement for festival coins, PokeMiles, etc. Sorry if the email went on a bit long. Just got really carried away with the idea. Hope to see you all on Discord. Sincerely, Zenth. All right. Uh, you can get this next one, Snag, from... Uh, I don't even know what he called himself. Um, uh. uh just- Fer- Feral Ape. 392. That's what he called himself. All right, let's go with that one. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> that's such a that's a mouthful. Feral and Ape. 392.
1: Hello, everyone. Honestly, I think the next uh, megas are gonna be uh, the JotO starters. I mean, they were catchable in Sun and Moon, so it would be a shame if that love stopped there.
0: Actually, so that's me- not a bad point. I did. I forgot that like they were. You could catch them on Melee Melee Island with the Island Scan. i forgot about that but yeah keep going all right
1: for meganium i think grass fairy uh uh with the ability flower veil uh what does flower
0: veil do guys i don't even know it
2: reduces or it prevents um stat drops on your oh wait no i'm thinking of something else i
0: don't even know there's two
2: flower abilities there's the one that prevents grass types from having their stats lowered and then there's the one that um prevents you from getting status conditions and sun
0: uh okay. flower let me look it up flower how do you spell veil um oh i found E-I-L. it yep i am also getting a physics degree so i can't spell um so let's see uh it says it was an ability introduced in gen four uh it was only with Flabébé's evolutionary line oh gen six i can't even read roman numerals now the, uh, Flower Veil vale yeah. is uh, Flower Veil vale prevents the that's the Pokemon one that prevents stat drops of grass. Yeah, that's types. yeah, it prevents yeah. stat drops. Yep. All right. Yep. Keep going sure. with uh, uh.
1: But before we keep going, I just have to say we all know that Meganium's uh, true typing would be Grass Flying. Just saying. It <laughs>
0: happened. Bo <Beau> verifies <laughs> it with me. I swear to God, it learned Fly. I guarantee. I I swear it learned Fly. It was like a glitch. Somebody else. There's like one guy. If you look at Meganium learning Fly. There's it takes <laughs> you back to one forum post that happened like back when Crystal existed, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I just taught my Meganium fly. What's up with that?" And then <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, "I did the same thing." <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play Crystal again and make it learn fly. I swear, I swear, I'm gonna do it, and you guys are gonna believe me.
2: And I'm sure Whimsicott's just reeled with the idea of even more Grassberry types usurping her from Yeah, I,
1: yeah. I, I think um, she'd accept Meganium though. No. Um. She was so upset with <laughs> Tapu Bulu. Um, Typhlosion could be a Fire Rock type with ability Magma Armor. And last but not least, My Boy for Alligator Water Dragon type with the ability Tough Claws or Strong Jaw. These are some I'd personally really like to see, but I'll leave it up to you guys
0: to discuss. Catch you catch you later. Get it? Ah, uh, uh, I get it. Okay. Uh, So I think we get one more. One last one from Jackson from Ottawa. From Ottawa, eh? Um, okay. So we go. Hey there, fellow Puckalonians. It's Jackson from Ottawa writing an email for the first time in a long time. First off, how's everyone's day going? Well, it's pretty late. It's like 8.30. Um, second, I wanted to ask a few questions to get back on track after the long time I haven't written in. First off, uh, all I'm wondering which Pokemon each of you would want to get in the Lolan form? We have talked about this so much.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, Blossom. Blossom needs one. Like, 100%. It's not in the Alolan decks. It's got to be Blo. Like, if, it, if there's going to be new Lolan forms, it's got to be Blossom. Jinx. That wouldn't be Actillery. bad either. I, I think I think Octillery needs one, If too, I we're I looking
2: think. at Johto, I would say Octillery.
0: Actil- I think Blossom, like, 100% needs one. Also, what type do you think they'd be and what would they look like? I don't know. I don't care. I just want, a, like, a Alolan Blossom, Like, that. it's already a Alolan. I just don't know why it wasn't in the game. Uh, Jinx, Jinx would be Psychic
2: Grass. Um,
1: with a hula skirt. With a hula skirt, yep.
0: Yep. I, I agree. Uh, it's probably like a smooch of like from auxiliary, just
2: adding a second typing. Like, it can stay water and then add something. Well, like
0: water, steel. Or water. Right, wait, really. Yeah, there's a bunch of things they could do. Although yeah.
1: really quick, back back to Blossom. Blossom is really just a lowland wild bloom.
0: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but I think I think it'd be awesome to give it something of its own. Uh, I would love to see a lowland whale lord as a fire and water type. he could be half whale, half volcano, with his blowhole as the volcano. N- my next question is, what do you all think will happen to Lily? Do you think we'll ever see her again? Even though she moved to Kalos, well, she didn't move to Kalos. She moved to Kanto. She moved to canto. So she moved to Kanto. So. I mean, maybe I think I think Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are going to be resets of those stories and we're going to see different people in different positions. Um, There was a leak recently that said that Lily was going to be your rival instead of how. Uh, I don't know how much I trust that leak because they also said I a lot hope of it's things, true,
2: though, because I hate that'd be, Hau.
0: That'd be really cool. Well, how is supposed to be, uh, if how isn't your rival, how is supposed to be like the first trial captain? We'll find out more. I I, I assume even though Korokora was a bust this month before the next Korokora leak, we'll get a video. Or if we get any, like, by Worlds, we'll know more about Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Because that game comes out in literally um, four months now. Also, like, four months exactly.
1: Also, we missed it in the news. Uh, on the 19th, something's supposed to be happening. It's kind of weird. Check out the Pokemon YouTube.
0: Um, oh, that yeah. weird video? That weird yeah. video is, like, that's that's something else. That's something else I entirely, Maybe. I think. I think Joe Merrick uh, discussed it. I think it's for the Dice Club because that's the Japanese video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's something different entirely. I think that's for the Dice Club. I don't think it's anything worth uh, worth mentioning because Sarah, like, if uh, if it was anything worth mentioning, Joe Merrick would have put it on Sarah like, one hundred percent. Even like sounds like we're getting news on this date. But I don't think we're getting news that day because I I read it, I looked into it, and it's just like a it's it's definitely Dice Club or something like that. Um. I can't imagine her not playing a role in Sun and Moon, uh, or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Okay, there are my questions. I'm sorry for the long email. Thanks for all of the hard work, Jackson. No problemo, Jackson from Ottawa. <laughs> from Ottawa. How big is Ottawa? It's got to be pretty big, right?
1: It's a pretty big uh, city. It's a major uh,
0: Canadian city. I don't know what that means in terms of size. I just assume the population <laughs> of I assume the population of like all of Canada is like that of Minnesota. <laughs> like like you can add in the population of North and South Dakota. I'm sure that doesn't increase it by much. So um I'll throw Wyoming in there for good measure. Um and
2: Montana.
0: And, and Montana for that matter. Uh <laughs> So so okay, so that is it for the show today, guys. Uh, this, uh, if you want to email us next time at PucklePodcast@gmail.com, you can. Uh, our mailbag question is going to be: What do you think of Pokemon Go Fest? Do you think it's unfair? Do you think it's done well? Let well, us know. PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can go ahead and also, um, you can check out, uh, you can check us out on social media: Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, Reddit. Those are all going to be in the description. If you want to come and hang out with us, you can do so by joining our Discord server. That invite link is also in the show notes. So check that out, and if you want to come and check Jushiro and I out on stream, uh, you can, we stream on Twitch at twitch.tv/thepucklepodcast. It's like the really weird one; everything else is Puckle Podcast. This one's the Puckle Podcast, uh, mostly because we took our own username in an unfortunate <laughs> series of events, uh, <laughs> which is uh, which is really unfortunate. But uh, we are the Puckle Podcast on Twitch, so do check us out there. Follow us if you want to watch videos there. Also, if you want to watch PuckleCon stuff. Like that's the place to go. Uh, the YouTube's getting big again, so you can subscribe to us at uh at well not big, it's getting going again. You can check us out at Pucko Podcast on YouTube. You can also go ahead and if you wanna if you wanna donate to the podcast, you can do so in two ways. I wanna say there's two ways now, um because one of them is like super passive. Um, the first way to do it is to go to the Patreon. You can go to Patreon.com/slash PuckoPodcast. Donate there. You get teams if you're at a high enough tier. You can actually get physical items from us. And it's usually just really cool puckle stuff. Uh, this month it's, uh, it's every three months you get something if you're at that $10 tier. Uh, it's, uh, it's green Tauros koozies this time, which uh, they actually came out really well. They came out like way better than I expected. And so I, I would suggest using, getting one, uh, if you can. Um, so that, that's really cool. We've also given out green Tauros badges in the past, puckle flip flops and even t-shirts. So definitely check it out there. Um, you can you can go check out our uh, check us out on Patreon. And the last thing you could do to check help us out is if you have Amazon Prime and you don't already use it for Twitch, you can go to Twitch and link your Amazon Prime account because Amazon owns Twitch, it turns out. And you can actually uh, subscribe to us on Twitch, and that'll passively give us 250 a month. And it would be very much appreciated. Um, we love the support, and anything you guys can give. Even if it's just your time, or just coming to hang out on the podcast and saying "Good job, guys!" Everything's appreciated, uh, including iTunes reviews. I almost forgot that one. Yeah, so we review had us tonight. A
1: long way a long invite
0: time. Invite us on. Invite us. Review us on iTunes. Uh, I think everything's starting to move away from like a review standpoint. I don't know what the the podcast app makes it really hard to review you, and everybody's streaming it nowadays, so it's really difficult. Um, but if you can take the time, review us on iTunes. Uh, it at some point I'll hold somebody hostage again and, <laughs> I was just about to say we need to hold someone hostage again <laughs> and I'll and we'll, uh, you won't get there until we get 300 iTunes reviews or something so just get there preemptively uh, <laughs> so uh, that's it for the show this week guys, uh, thanks for listening thanks for hanging out until now and I hope to see you guys at PuckleCon if you're coming out uh, it's going to be a blast so until next time I'm Trainer Thatch I am Professor Snag. And I am Sublime Man. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing.